0: the footsteps of Jesus from down under. Welcome to the program. This is Nick Krita, your host. Welcome to Faith FM. My name is Michael, and today I'm here with Maureen, and, and Maureen, I know God's been doing some amazing things in your life, and I'm looking forward to hearing that as we share together today. Maureen, do you mind me asking, did you grow up knowing about God?
1: Yes, Michael, and thank you for having me here today. First experience, I think I must have been probably two or three, so I yes. was fortunate enough to being a, I'd say more a, a religious and prayerful house. Yep. It didn't mean it was always harmonious, as these things often yep. aren't. But having said that, love was always the, the thing that was mentioned. Love was spoken of a lot. Mm. Um, it was a dairy farming life, so this yes. was not an easy life. No. So I found it a little perplexing at times because we had... It, it was also a life where you were not allowed to read the Bible. The particular grouping or or church we were were part of or upbringing Mm. we were part of, it was deemed that that only priests could read the Bible and so on. So this is very old school, basically. But Jesus was mentioned constantly. Mm. Um, My mother uh, wasn't well some of the time. Mm. She was very prayerful. Mm. Um, my father was, was a very out of tune hymn singer, which he would, <laughs> he really did he was tone deaf, but he would sing, you know, on the back of the, back of the track there, he'd be just singing away and, um, so much so that my sibling and I sometimes fell off the back of the trailer because he forgot we were there, he was hurtling up the back lane and, and we would <laughs> fall off the back, you know, it's like, Dad, Dad, wait for us. Mm-hmm. So it was a very prayerful, um, observation. Mm. I think we had pictures of Jesus around, also very church. In fact, my father stepped away from the church because he felt that we became very ritualistic, didn't step away from faith. So what I actually saw was someone with great faith in Christ who wasn't really surrounded by the fellowship of a church, which must have been very, very hard for him Mm. um, as a dairy farmer, and there's a lot of hardship, physical hardship involved in that. Yeah. So I I suppose I watched this interaction with the family. We had sing songs around the piano. We sang all sorts of things. We had ballads. We had some religious things. We had Amazing Grace. We had all of these things. It was quite musical. Um, But there was an absence of personal knowledge Mm. of Jesus for myself. So you see your parents acting in this way and i do recall hilariously trying at some point or not believing i must yes. have been 6 or 7 or 8 and deliberately trying to become an atheist
0: yes. which was rather amusing at 6 or 7 eight, somewhere around that <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: and it was a, it was a it was a crisis of belief at 6 or 7 i was like well i could feel i could feel jesus was real but then again, I like, was he really? Was he really? So mm. I tried to be atheist and I lasted six months. It, and I yep. still remember it because I tried so hard. I, I, I was a bit of a reader and I would read about other religions and I'd read yes. this and I'd read that and then I'd Pretend there was no bigger picture and no higher anything. And, yep. and I said, it lasted for six months. Um, and then I just gave up and went, okay, all right, Jesus, you're real. I get it. <laughs>
0: <You know>? But <laughs> it's then, it's quite an early age to be experiencing that, Maureen. Again. Well, I
1: think when you grow up on a farm, yeah, you see life and death. Mm, um, true. there's unexplainable things. Your pet calf, you know, yep. might die. And, mm. um, we, we were allowed to experience things like trying to raise the calf that dad would know just simply was not going to live yeah, yeah. so the dairy farming life really got you in touch with yeah. a lot of bigger picture stuff, a lot yes. of why do people die? Why do animals die? Mm. Um, if they're going to the abattoir, that's just horrible, mm. you know, why can't we stop this? So there's a lot mm. of why questions. Yes. I think I was a bit of a why kid.
0: And, and so Maureen, like if um having tried the atheism thing for six months and then saying, Hey Jesus, you do exist, did that sort of settle it for you for a while or was it No, it
1: didn't settle. It left me with mm. more questions. Right. Because if if Jesus was real mm. then, who is Jesus? It's Mm. one thing to know about something or someone. It's another thing to have a relationship with someone.
0: Yes, and you hadn't had that as um, growing up. No, so so the
1: observation was there, but there was no conversational relationship because there's also a little bit of prejudice about, well, you know, Christianity is therefore just a crutch. And Mm. of course, Mm. we, we don't want crutches. A little bit of ego in there, I think, as yep. a teenager, You're a little bit of control. Oh, I've got to be in control. Yes, yes. If I, you know, if I surrender, that's all very scary. I can and totally relate to that. Yes. I mean, if you
0: surrender, it's totally scary. As a teenager, that that held me back for a long time from making a commitment to God. It's one of those things where we want to be in control as people, don't we? And Very much so. Yeah.
1: So there was this, there was this, a bit of a battle, but all the way through, I think I was watching what the parents were doing. Yep. Um, And they had their own things. Dad got very sick, I think, at some point on the farm. Mm. So we had a big change of of life circumstance there. Mm. Um, But all the way through, there was not a formal religious uh, weekly worship for for a while. Yes. But it certainly didn't stop our our weekly meal time. We didn't have Mm. a lot of food. We grew most of our own food. Mm. But we certainly had... Uh, grace. We said yep. grace at every, every meal time, yes. and it, there was an attitude of gratitude for mm. whatever we had. Yeah. So there was there was so there was a, a presence of God. The there was confusion about the doctrine. Yeah. Um, because I do recall reading every book my father had when I was about nine. Mm except one on, well, it was Catholicism, but it was more of a historical document, I suppose, in a way. Mm. And I didn't feel that that really gave me a, an idea in either about yes. who Jesus was. So okay. there's a lot of questioning through teenage years. Yeah. So again, in teenage years, although I was, no, I was certainly no longer atheist yep. by, at all, mm. but in fact there were many times things would happen and they... I could always see there was a bigger picture. What's yep. happened with other kids or in the circumstances, a bigger picture. Mm. Um, when I got to my twenties, mm. I, I when you're out in the workforce, yep. which is where a lot of things fall down because you're mm. subject to all sorts of influences yep. um, and circumstances, and you really are on your own. There is an element yeah. you have to mature, you have to grow up, um, mm. you have to be an adult. So again, I recall going through, because you're in the city, going through various bookshops and again reading all sorts of different cultures all around the world.
0: Yeah, and this learning wrestling thing was like from teenage into the 20s. Into the 20s, yes. And I
1: did have a circumstance once that was a little bit grim and and in retrospect Mm. I look and I just think I probably didn't heed some signs Mm. but it was the circumstances that meant Mm. I seriously had to forgive and I'm lucky I'm Mm. here to talk about it, I don't talk about it but it was Mm. quite a dangerous circumstance that just came about and in that, there was a, a massive prayer from me to forgive. Mm. Yes. And the image I got was of Christ's face. So this is mm. not in not in my stead. This was not my strength. Yes. This was literally. Mm. I said a prayer. I need to forgive mm. this person, and this image was literally right in my face between yep. this person and, and and it was Christ's image. And wow. from then on, it was yep. literally it was. I wouldn't say almost untouchable. It's a bit mm-hmm. like since then. Yeah, It was, no, it's my forgiveness. Yes. Let me deal with it.
0: Yes. So this time, did you have a good biblical understanding? Was this something just God gave you as you prayed no, for help to forgive? No, I just prayed for help. Wow, I oh literally
1: Lord. just prayed... For yep. help,
0: and God gave you just what you needed to grasp and onto it was to fi- give. Th- it, wow!
1: Yeah, it was That's literally fine. physical help yep. and and mm. psychological help, yeah. spiritual help. Yeah, uh, yeah. Don't let this harm me in the future, or yeah. let there be a future, and so on. Yeah. So, so, and I carried that full in for the next few years. Yes. But I, I hadn't looked further. Living in a very secular world, hadn't mm. looked further into biblical text but having had that experience of intervention basically from christ it was a no-brainer it was there i couldn't deny it It was you know it was very very clear yeah so when it came to um understanding of text though Mm. that was probably only about 20 years ago and i had children Mm. And I thought, well, I better at least know what I'm talking about.
0: Uh, <laughs> so you're wanting to impart some Christian values and so to, to understand uh, what, what you're imparting what to we're them. Imparting. Yeah.
1: Exactly. And then I began to. Well, again, we, when I grew up, you weren't allowed mm. unless the priest you know, said you could read. There was this idea that the priest was the intermediary between you and, yes. and the word, of course, which is completely just not true mm. because, in fact, I then learned somewhere in there that you actually pray for the Holy Spirit before you read. Mm. So you're not then reading in your own stead or in your own analysis. Yes. yes. Um, that that analysis and wisdom will come through. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit of a gift, yes. you know. And so yeah. do you want
0: me asking, Maureen, in terms of making the transition from feeling like you weren't allowed to read the Bible, was there something that changed that apart from the fact that you wanted something to share to your kids? Was it mainly that?
1: I had some funny experiences. For instance, I recall in my mid-twenties, my car had broken down somewhere yeah. near, ironically, Eden. Yes. Eden um, Victoria. Eden Victoria, yeah. that's right. And... I found my way I got to a motel it was middle of the night So not a good, not a good place For a young woman no. On the road And your car breaks down Yeah and I, and I got to a motel In the middle of the night And mm. there was another Couple of young women Who a similar thing Had happened Yeah So we all ended up much to the motel managers and I think, just sharing this room. Yep. Well, we found a Bible in there, yes. so we we're all none of us could sleep three o'clock in the morning. Yep. so we started reading Revelation. Don't ask oh, me wow. why. We all sat yeah, on this yeah. bed. We did. We did. We we're total strangers to each other, <laughs> and we all started reading the Revelation. Incidentally,
0: for any listeners that are out there, if you're picking up the Bible for the first time, I probably wouldn't encourage no. that as the first time. <laughs> But, but, but nonetheless, that was where you began.
1: <laughs> that was where we began. Yep. And in fact, it was hilarious because we had no idea mm. and we left with having no idea yes, yes. what it meant at that time. Because there's a lot
0: of symbols and These things are... that if you haven't got the background, the rest of Scripture is very hard Absolutely. to understand, isn't it? So yeah. then we
1: decided we, we, we got as far as... Then we went back to Genesis. So we decided mm-hmm. that was a little bit easier. Yep. Um, but, yeah, so that was that was my first foray into delving again. Yep. Um, and then probably at some point in my 30s, so I think the children were very young, I had a number of friends who were priests, you see. Mm-hmm. So debate and discussion... I'm, I'm very fortunate to have been around a family where you could debate and discuss... A vast range of ideas and people, no one fought and they were all really, it's all religion politics. I mean, all the yep. things you don't talk about, that was what we always did talk about. Yes. So part of the journey would also be thanks to these particular priests, mm, I mean, their yes. import. Yes. Um, and of course it asks many a question. But perhaps the most important thing was understanding that the Bible is a it's not, a, it's not a, a deceased book. Yes, It's a very living and very live yes. text. And I do recall, perhaps in my 20s, reading Proverbs. I think because that was Proverbs and Psalms, but mostly Proverbs because that fitted in more with, with business. I was in yes. business. Yes, Proverbs, Psalms, Psalms gave some peace. And then understanding yes. the stories behind the stories. Yep. Jesus himself referred to, back to the Old Testament mm-hmm. where some would say, well, you have only... only Old Testament, or your only New Testament, the Old Testament doesn't matter. Mm. So it it took a while to understand, in fact, it all mattered. Yes, yes. Um, But also including the health journey. Okay. Because part of the um, since I was little, we'd mm. always had good f- fresh food. We grew food.
0: Oh, yes, but in growing my, up on the farm. On the Gordon farm, fresh, yep.
1: That's right. But in my mm. teenagehood, I went, it's all the rage these days, yep. you know, vegan this and raw this and all the yes, rest of it yes. and juices. So I lived like that yep. um, and, in fact, eat flower petals and all, all, yeah, all the things that are yep. all the rage of natural foods yeah, on your salads. Or, so this you're is, doing this, you were doing this, this before was 40, it was even in this, the rage. Well, this is 45 years ago wow. I was doing you were, that. Yep. So... Alongside the the biblical journey or the Mm. Christ journey, there's also this health journey. Um, So, bringing it forward, then I'd go to the bookshops and I'd Mm. haunt them and come back with more text. Mm. Um, And I would randomly, I I think I've been meeting Seventh day Adventists, I've been meeting again since I was about 20, so about 30 years, at strange places, like at a railway station. Mm. And you'd see this healthy looking bloke in his 70s you know it's like i'm really sorry but what is it you eat you know like do you do you mind (laughs) the bus stop or whatever and Mm. all the way through Mm. these people were looking really young for their age and it reminded me again of that of that message of healthy food that i obviously grew up with Mm.
0: so there was i guess for a number of years you were growing in biblical understanding and how was that impacting you in your life how would you describe that growth and that journey over those years
1: Well, I would have to say the Bible is fresh every time you open it. Yes, And that's really interesting to me because it Mm. it means you ever feel like life is getting boring. Just open the Bible, seriously, because there's going to be something new in there for you on that day.
0: It's a beautiful, amazing thing. And and for our listeners, if you haven't experienced that, I'd really encourage you to open the Bible for yourself. Don't just open it and start reading Pray for God to help lead your understanding, and he will. He that will, And, it's, it's, and that that's the key because it's alive and fresh when he's leading you, isn't it? That
1: is key, Michael. Yeah. And in fact, it's particularly important if you're on your own or if you're mm. single parenting, either gender, or if you're out there on your tractor thinking, how can I pay my bills? You know, the gonna, bank's going to take my property. Yep. Um, or you have a small business and it's just tough and the, mm. you're saying, you know, the family think you're fine but you're not, mm. you're wondering how to make ends meet, all of these things. Yep. But it is that simple thing. Yes, you, you pray, have your Bible in your back pocket, back of the tractor, wherever you might be. Mm. But working Bible understanding into family life, that was a little slower. Mm. But I was... Having to read it every day, so circumstances were such that it was crucial. I, I read it every day, and then you didn't always perhaps act as you hoped you would, or things didn't pan out. But it mm. gave you a great, ironically, greater patience,
0: mm,
1: yes. um, and a and much easier to see the big picture yes. of life and gratitude for your yep. day. So if you had flowers growing in the garden. Yes. You know, um, and you still, you know, all of these things. So you still had to look for the future toward the yeah. future. There's not some naive. <laughs> often people will say, "Oh, Christians, you're so you're so," and people are so naive. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's not naivety yeah. to accept there is a greater power yeah. over uh, over the, over us. It's not naivety to have to be responsible and step yeah. up and go you know, I better read something in Proverbs here because I've been a bit slack in this area of life or yep. I better be more responsible here yep. or the secular world says this about something but mm. okay, that's just a bunch of people that are alive right now. Mm. What does this never-ending book and idea yes. and of thought so many people say yes. and what does Christ say through all this Yes,
0: it's a, it's amazing isn't it the way that God will speak personally to us through his word and what would you say was the next defining moment or part in that journey well the
1: next defining moment Michael would actually mm. involve faith FM. Um, wow. it's quite yes. pointed um, there was a circumstance where everything changed yes. if the rug was pulled out beneath all of us mm. uh, is the best way of putting it and, and I think that's the other thing too people assume that if you're alive or if you're a Christian or somehow um, everything will be easy. Well, the easy bit is you get less stressed, you appreciate more and you have more gratitude. Mm -hmm. This is what the Bible does. This is what Jesus does. He gives you that gratitude. But the defining moment on a practical way was we were sort of left with very little of anything financially or otherwise suffering's not the right word but um you know life can be tough sometimes and and people are exploring who they are and whatever so normal family life is really what i'm saying yes and the adults in that as a parent you really have to be able to be in a in a powerful position perhaps in the sense of having some wisdom Mm. being able to support Mm. kids going through you know transition of life on just life Mm. So, when you're doing that with very little money, yeah. um, and I can't emphasize enough the gift of faith FM has been, mm. because it got to the stage where, you know, we didn't have iPhones, we didn't have any of these things. Mm. Mm. Um, we had a little Nokia thing with an aerial and a, and a radio. Um, a little the radio, radio little, the a literal sort of radio in the phone. Yeah, yeah. And what was happening, because the, tra- the change was so acute, and there mm. was, I think there was not long after a bushfire around here, so. Mm. People who've been in bushfires would understand a bit of the trauma behind that. Mm. Um, but the so basically, I used to go to sleep with the not good for your hearing, but the earplugs in my ear, yeah. and I would be tuning into Faith FM, and I think there was amazing stories. Mm. There was um, a health message for heart disease. Mm. And all of these very, very good message of how to live in this world yeah. and be happy. Like yes. you don't have to be miserable. you yes. um, can uh-huh. actually have a great time. Yes, like a, you know, you know. Even facing
0: big challenges. And in life.
1: everyone faces challenges. Yeah. You don't. Whether you have money, whether you don't have money, it's mm. it's literally an even keel when it yes. comes to health.
0: Warren, do you mind if I just ask you how did you actually come across faith FM?
1: Look, I think it might have been the car radio. I think it might have been that initially, but I didn't drive a lot then. I think it was literally more. Mm. There was no other... We didn't have TV. We didn't... Just things were a bit interesting. And we literally just had yeah. the radio so yep. it was literally tw- you know twiddling with the dials yep. um and these very sturdy voices came across as yep. These very reassuring voices about a health message and, mm. and then and the stories and the little biblical stories yep. and i remember thinking oh this is just silly this is just these little girls and stories uh-huh. you know um, i'm too mm. old to listen to this and they mm. were just delightful yep. and then it'll flow on to the next subject um mm. and, these are, and these are men and i know a little bit about health and i spouting scientific facts, I'm thinking, Mm. okay, so you guys actually know what you're talking about because Mm. I've done that research previous 10 years, I know. So the scientific and nutritional side of it was Mm. ringing true and it was basically just retreading the subconscious about the reality of life and health. And at that point, I really wasn't even looking at the Seventh-day Adventist doctrine itself. I really wasn't even there. Like, that's Mm. only been a recent thing. Yeah. Um, but there
0: was things there was things in the message of faith there FM. There were things in the message,
1: um, undeniable. Like
0: just bringing that positive, uplifting influence in your life,
1: and of course, yeah. directing again to various biblical texts and yeah. various thing in it. In and it was in little chunks, so mm. it, you know. And I'd go look something up, and then I'd, the next morning I'd hear something else. Mm. But then there's a flow on from faith FM. Of mm. course, you could ask for for certain discs or certain sermon. Mm. And part of this uh, warunga Church Media Centre has yes, some we've sermons,
0: the Warunga sermons for many but, years. That's right. Then, yes. Well,
1: in the end, um, a very nice gentleman named Lance Westlake sent me a box of things down. Oh well. Wow. And yes. part of this part of this process was, and this was mm. literally, when you're in a poverty sort of situation, as it were, you have to be up early in the morning because mm. the kids are up at six thirty, and you have to be on deck. So I would carve out my time. Firstly, I found you know through the radio, but carve out my time within a few months mm. with. a, a, a Stationary bike exercise in the garage with a little DVD player and a set yep. of headphones, yep. and I worked out my food for the mm. morning was in fact these uh, sermons, yes. all given by different people. Yes. All g- it's like little university lecturers. Yes, um, these were, uh, you know, I would research them. And what they said is is mm. correct, and I'd you know, mm. um, so I'm no I'm no pushover when it comes to analysis of text, you know, yep. I'll take it to the nth degree before mm. I'll agree, you yeah, know? yeah, So the radio I still listen to at night because I'd be in the building, you know, yes. in the room. But the messages initially came through the radio, mm. the DVDs and so on, and then I'd be mm. playing them in the morning. Yep. And that would set me up for the day. Yes. Uh, and that went on for two or three years yes. and that was an absolute lifeline yeah and obviously i was on the exercise bike so that yep. was pretty good as well yes and i don't think people had any idea of how of how tough it was mm. and i don't think anyone had, has any idea of how tough it is for other people as no. we sit here now yes um so the health message is crucial because nutrition You know, apart from the biblical side of things, Mm. nutrition for kids, you know, I watched the change. We had a lot more fresh food because Mm. we were a lot more financially able. Mm. I watched there was a change in people went from having really shiny hair to not having shiny hair, Mm. getting really anxious, and all these things. So Mm. it was just playing out. It was awful playing out in in front of us. But all the way through, the stabling influence Mm. was. Yeah, Faith FM, if I was driving now I could turn mm. on Faith FM. And again, it wasn't to hear, yes, there's some nice music, but it wasn't about the music. I've mm. got a zillion you know, CDs, I can play mm. that any old time. Mm. It was, I want to hear something that is intellectually correct, stable, um, and again at that point it's probably only in the last few years that the Seventh-day Adventist has almost proved itself by all these other methods in a strange way
0: Yeah, so um, it's, that's, this is in recent times when you um, started to explore the the biblical understandings of Seventh-day Adventist faith. Yeah. Very much so. So, yeah. although
1: I was listening to the CDs from Morunga, and of course, you're hearing certain, you're hearing certain things are, are washing over you. Go, I'm mm. not quite sure about that bit, mm. but I'll take on board the rest of the message. Yeah. And it, and I think and God is just working in that way. It's like, mm. okay, and that's the other thing too. It's like you don't have to rush it. There, there is a discipline required to have mm. any relationships. It yeah. is a relationship. So, yeah. um, you know, you have the old excuse, well, if I can't get to church, or it's a new church, I don't know anyone. Mm. Well, obviously, the Warrigal Church is very, very welcoming. And in general, as I said, wherever I've been through life, I've met up with Seventh-day Adventists because of health reasons. We've yes. gotten in the conversation. Mm. And they're the most cheerful people I've ever met, which which fits in with a, a positive life and, yes. and so on and so forth. Yes. But no, the message, what I found was that a discipline, so I'd be up at four o'clock in the morning having that time. And I've had other circumstances too where I've had a number of near misses with vehicles. So I only mention those things because mm. when you have that life and death situation, yes. there was no fear Mm. absolutely no fear praise God so you've given you very much so that ability to just face things and have no doesn't mean you're not sad or you're not scared you don't get anxiety at times but
0: and isn't a, it beautiful, Maureen? Heads, a like peace. God promises. He's, he calls it a peace that passes understanding. Like that's the old, old English for saying that you know it's a peace that humanly doesn't make sense, and yet yes. it's real, isn't it?
1: Yes, and in fact, on that, so so the mm. journey about biblical knowledge is still going on. That will yes. never, that will never ever stop. That will yes. always be something new, yes. um, and that's a joy. And it does take some discipline every day to yep. to do that. And you mm. don't beat yourself up if you miss a day. Like really, mm. you just do a little bit before you go to sleep. Yep. In all of that, that peace is paramount that when when things are very difficult mm. you do pick up pick up your bible yes um or if you haven't got one there just pray mm. and that jesus is very very real yes. I, I just can't emphasize that enough but no that peace is very real and i don't mm. encourage anyone uh, I mean, and some people often say well you know some of it's this, this myth there's this I've read enough historical documents from Roman times and things to comprehend mm. no Jesus is a real person. <laughs> yep. This person really did exist. Yes. Um, there is absolutely no doubt about this. Yes. But I won't go fight with someone who says that's no. not correct. That's fine. Yeah. That's fair. there's
0: little to be gained by arguing about things that's, is there? that's when, right. When the proof ultimately is an experiencing for yourself, isn't it? Mm. I'm just wondering, is there anything from your most recent journey that you'd like to share with us that would stand out to you?
1: There is something in very recent times, actually. I was baptised when I was young, the Sprinkle version, and I've yeah. been in great discussion of that with various clergy for a few years. Yes. I have a, a long history of... So you sort of
0: saw that like that, there was more to it in the Bible, and you discussed that with people, over the, that with people yeah. over
1: the years. I have discussed that with people over the years, And most people I discussed it with disagreed. Mm. But having a 500-year history of the Catholic Church in my family... Mm. So only recently mm. um, I came with the conviction, much to my own amusement, yes. that in fact, no, I was going to have a full immersion baptism. Yes,
0: like Jesus was baptized.
1: Like Jesus was baptized, yeah. and it was something that I found i had been craving for some years, and it's mm. just a strange thing to crave. It was yeah. beyond. So there's a basis. So you'd
0: seen it like you'd seen it, sort of logically in the scriptures I'd for many, seen many years. Seen it
1: logically for years, yeah. and then there was a, there was an opportunity to. Mm. It's not, not actually rebaptized It's actually yeah. be baptised in the correct way. Yes. And I decided that. Mm. And after the decision, literally all hell broke out in my life, as, mm. as often happens. So yes. again, with some humour. Yeah. And all the way through, I got the giggles and thought, no, nah, mm. nothing is going to stop me mm. from this baptism. Yes. It's the correct thing to do. Mm. We've done all the reading, done all the praying. And it became to be a bit of a joke, so that I was not stopping for anyone. You know, I would have walked to the church, I reckon, if I had to. (laughs) So at the end of the day, uh, it was the week, last weekend. I, in fact, participated um, with much joy at some almost, you know, 50-odd years after initially discovering Jesus. Yes. I was baptized, full immersion, baptized. And it's, it's the happiest thing, the best thing I've ever done. Yep. Okay, having the kids was probably the best thing. It, it, it's on a par. It's on a yeah. par with that, and it, it's nothing in my or in my circumstances around me has changed. No. Everything else is, is. And life is still, a journey. Life is still a journey. It's not There's the end no, of the journey, is it? It's not all roses by any no. means. Mm. But myself and another woman who are the same thing we come to the same yes. conclusion. Mm. We're both just yep. we're happy. It's just. Yes. Happiness. (laughs) Praise God. That's exciting.
0: (laughs) And it's been great. Thank you so much, Maureen, for sharing your journey with us on Faith FM today. Each of us here in that journey, learning to follow in the footsteps of Jesus. Thank you for listening to Faith FM. We've got more great programs coming up. Stay tuned and join us again in the footsteps of Jesus next week. In the footsteps of Jesus from down under. Welcome to the program. This is Nick Krita, your host.